Hello and welcome to Made Divine, the podcast by me, your host, Alina, a place where I share through my highest form of expression in hopes to inspire others to do the same. Thanks for listening. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Made Divine. As always, I'm so grateful and so blessed to whoever is taking the time out of their day to come and tune in to another episode. But before I dive into the topic of this week's episode, I just want to give you guys a little bit of a background on where I'm at in my life right now, you know, get a little bit vulnerable with you guys. So these past few weeks, um, about a, it's been a little bit over a month now, I have been traveling and I had the amazing opportunity to do my 300-hour yoga teaching certificate. And if you know me, you know that I have been teaching yoga for almost two years now. And it's been a goal of mine to go and do another training this year to kind of expand my knowledge and learn different styles and kind of just go a little bit deeper into the practice. And that's exactly what I have been doing this past month. And It was such an amazing experience. It definitely... It was a lot out of my comfort zone and it really gave me the chance to kind of be really self-disciplined and really come back to the roots, you know, come back to my intention and kind of fall back in love with yoga all over again. So I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to do that in the beautiful island of Tenerife, Spain, Canary Islands. So yeah, and I have a little bit of a break now for the next maybe a week, week or so um, until I have to go back and be the lead teacher at the next 200-hour training. And this is something I just really wanted to tell you guys because it's something I've been dreaming of, to be a teacher at a 200-hour teacher training. And I know this is just the beginning of what's to come, and I'm so grateful and I'm so blessed to be able to have this opportunity. And I, you know, this year has been very kind of ungrounded for me here and there the past few months. I'm really happy to kind of come back into my purpose and kind of come back into just doing something that I love and connecting and yeah that's really all I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a background on where I'm at so this episode is a special episode because it is the first time I will be having a guest on Made Divine and I initially created this podcast because I I wanted a safe space to share and to express my truth and, you know, my whatever's moving through me in hopes to inspire others. But a big goal and intention that I had further along the journey was to eventually bring guests onto the show. And that is why this episode's really special and it's really exciting because it's going to be the first time I will have a guest. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest. Her name is Emily. And me and Emily met in Panama earlier this year when I was living there and we initially clicked because she's someone who has been in the yoga industry for a while you know she started her wellness career as a yoga teacher and we met as yoga teachers um, in the job that I was working at at that time and we connected and I later found out that she's a women's embodiment coach she's really really passionate about holistic health and just overall wellness and that is why I decided to have her on the show because she's someone who really shares a lot of the same values and goals and passions that I share so 
this episode is going to be super exciting, super full of wisdom and knowledge. And yeah, I can't wait for you to listen. Thank you so much for being here, Emily. I'm so happy to have my first guest on the podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to dive into today's episode. So today's episode is going to be talking about embodiment, mostly feminine embodiment, and what why it is so important on the path of really connecting with yourself and Emily here is a woman's embodiment coach and I met her while I was in Panama and she taught me so much and I learned so much from her and I'm so excited to dive in so my first question is what makes you your most embodied version of yourself Hmm. it's such a good question to start with Um, I really feel you know I can talk about myself personally but I also feel that it's every person's responsibility to discover the things that light them up and that create a sense of joy and inspiration and aliveness and vitality within themselves. I know for me, that's a lot about, you know, dance, being in nature, being with loved ones, when I really feel those warm connections that feel so, so full and so, you know, heart connected in my life. Um, But when I talk about embodiment, it's really about discovering what is that for me? You know, what is that for me as an individual? I think a lot of these things are universal. And I see that especially among women, like, because we're just so intrinsically connected to our cycles and to our bodies and to nature. So nature is obviously a big one. Movement, dance, the different forms that that takes. I think those are some, you know, universal ones. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you said that it's individual, like it's, you know, what makes you feel the most grounded and embodied version may not be what someone else says, but at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, it does come down to like nature and kind of going back to source. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I would, I want to ask also, because I know the topic of embodiment, it's very, it's not so much esoteric, but if you're someone who is new to the journey of like self-development and healing, you may kind of be a little confused on what it means. And I just want to ask, like, how would you explain embodiment to someone who is new on this path of connecting with self Sure. to make it more accessible? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I actually have a whole episode of this on my podcast, too, to explain the concept of embodiment. And I think when we're talking about like a healing journey or a spiritual journey, a lot of these are terms and we want to ground them into something. So when I speak about and when I teach and when I coach about embodiment, it is about being fully present in the moment, in your body with awareness towards yourself and the other. And so Mm -hmm. it's like kind of this all encapsulating, um, very powerful energy that you hold that comes from within you and that you bring into situations. Another way I like to explain it is that there's this crossover between who you are actually being in that moment and the things, the actions that you're taking, the things that you're doing. So there's this, you know, when, when we speak about energy, there's a being, a more yin energy, a feminine energy, and then there's a yang, a more masculine doing action oriented energy. And when those things overlap, you become a pretty embodied individual, meaning that the things you are saying, the actions you are taking, how you are feeling, they're all aligned. And so there's this joyful flow that accompanies the things that you do. Yeah, I love that. So it's just like essentially just rooted in your being, in your true essence, in your true nature. And it can be so many forms, like different shapes and sizes of what embodiment is. And 
I love that you bring the the masculine and the feminine into it because I know that sometimes like it's we talk about like feminine embodiment but we're not it's about balancing the two and kind of rooting inward I know that's what I've experienced on my journey is just accepting like both of my my sides like my crazy my graceful and (laughs) accepting it all at the end of the day you know the more I go along this journey I really don't think us as you know, we each have our unique essence and our unique nature as men and women. But I think at, on a very foundational level, we're all going through different expressions. We're all moving through different phases that are very much the same. Also, the same, you know, yeah. similar hu- human human experiences. Yeah. yeah, and I love that too because I think also for me, I know I started my personal healing journey with like a lot of spirituality, and I was always aiming to like open my upper chakras and and then like after years like a few years I kind of moved downward and I was like okay it's really important to like be rooted before you kind of journey outward and really like be rooted in your human presence yeah and that's another huge part of embody is moving things through your body it has to first live inside of your system before you're able to do things outwardly yeah I love that wow so you it's it's in the word itself, embodiment. Isn't it a great word? I love, I love that word. It. I really do love it. It's like so, it's, it's, it's simple, you know, it's, it's such a simple thing. And that's yeah. what I like about it. Because like I said, if you're on the path of spirituality, healing, you always want to like, okay, what's next? What's next? Like I healed this. Okay. What's next? Like, but it's like, yeah. just, just chill. <laughs> and I, that's been yeah. a big for me really a lot is just yeah and also like respecting where you are along your process because like this is also something I would say for someone who is new to these concepts like it takes so much integration to take a concept and then to live that concept and do that concept Mm -hmm. and so like embodiment is the journey of that is is I if you have an innate desire I want this I want health I want freedom in my work life whatever it is First, it starts as an idea, a desire that lives somewhere in in the mental realm or in the soul realm. Mm -hmm. And then there's the actual actions and the daily process of, you know, how to how to live this. And this this takes time. Yeah. I love that. It's like the movement, but also stillness together. (laughs) 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 So, I mean, we've kind of already covered it, but like I I wanted to ask why embodiment is so important on the self-love and self-development journey like why so I know we kind of just covered it but if you're someone who is new to this world and you are very very curious and very like you're desiring to kind of expand and reach your highest level of consciousness and what so you know why is it so important to really be embodied and we kind of just covered it but I'm mm-hmm. sure we can kind of take it a little further why it's so crucial. yeah mm-hmm. So, okay, our states of being, our emotions, they take place within our body. And so when we are not in self-love, we're usually experiencing pretty dense emotions, right? Shame, guilt, fear, maybe self-hate, or, you know, these really dense states of being, which are so legitimate because, you know, we have to work through so much in order to release these things. 
But when you're on the embodiment journey, it's like we start to leave room for these states of being and to really learn them. I come from the world of yoga. I've been teaching yoga for almost a decade. And in the yogic tradition, they say, observe your states of emotion, observe your states of the mind. And so that you learn that you are not your emotion over time. The more you observe, you see that these are just states of being that pass through you. Now, maybe a more Western perspective is to actually leave room like psychology really leaves room for the fullness of your emotion. So if you are angry, and this is something that I've experienced, especially for women, you know, so much of what we talk about around women is like women's rights and all this feminine rage that has to rise up that that's justified that wants to create a better world, but we have to actually leave room for the emotion. But what's the productive way of learning about our anger, learning about our rage, learning about our sadness is by actually leaving room to express it. And so the ways that we express it are through movement many times, running, screaming into a pillow, um, boxing is amazing. Um, you know, anything that allow, I know it sounds funny, but even like twerking can be like a very, sure. it's like a very embodied way of like, maybe a little bit more of like this aggressive or I don't even know maybe you know it's individual how every person sees it but it's a stronger energy but to, to have it have room for it and to say I'm yeah. allowed to also experience and be this this is also part of my human experience and so I think once we leave room for all the layers of life it's we get to see okay I actually get to love my life and I get to love myself as I am because there's no human that is exempt from all these different emotions states of being that comes up and and within that picture still who do I want to be and what space do I want to take up and who is the version of me that I will love the most along mm. this journey you know and so and that's not to say that we need to put ourselves in a hierarchy around higher states of being are better and so when we feel bad well we won't love ourselves anymore it's actually these states of being are so lovable and 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 they yeah. and we can transmute them and transform them and they hold so much wisdom for us and so much sensitivity and all of it serves a purpose in the end so and that might be a long answer for just you know for the connection between the two but i actually think it's really important to say that there's two sides there's the observation and then there's the allowing yourself to be where you're at you know yeah. authentically yeah i love that like i got chills because it's for me, I've noticed like you don't really move forward. Like I've, I noticed in my life, I've moved forward and I've grown the most when I'm in those situations of like, just, you know, those heavy emotions of like guilt, um, sadness, anger, and like actually allowing myself to feel them and like move through them and like noticing what parts of the body it's like resting in. I, I move forward, but I know like in the past, for example, when you kind of just don't acknowledge it and you just, okay, like, it's fine. We're, we're going to move on now. It, it, it doesn't, nothing happens. It doesn't go anywhere. And, mm. and I that you brought fame and guilt into it too, because I started laughing when you were talking about the twerking, because I, I mean, it's true as, as women, like, you know, we're taught to like, be like cover up our bodies and like, not yeah. show skin and like be shameful if like we're being wild in public so it is valid to like twerk and shake your ass listen I'm still working through that like and and I think some people think that because I'm a yoga teacher it would be easier for me to you know let go in those ways but I've had to go on a really long journey of probably because I know how powerful that energy is within me 
how not wanting to, you know, or not feeling safe to show that outwardly. Mm -hmm. I still think there is some intelligence of working in held safe spaces. You know what I mean? Like to choose who you share energy with is just intelligent at the end of the day, you know, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but still if you have a safe space, allowing yourself to explore and have fun and, and discover the fullness of of your being, like how magical this is. Like, I cannot imagine another thing that life would be about other than this. You know? Yeah, expressing to your fullest and just like accepting it all. And I love too also the topic of safety because I think like when you make embodiment yourself embodiment important, you kind of realize that safety begins in the body. And I know obviously mm-hmm. like there are situations and places that are unsafe, but like when you're safe in your own being, yeah. Yeah. you can feel safe anywhere else. Like even if it's not, if you're in an uncomfortable place, like you know you're safe inside and and. Uh, obviously not every one of the one of the mantras that I come back to all the time if I'm feeling dense emotions is like it's safe to be here it's safe to feel this it's safe to not know it's safe to be uncertain yeah and and it's okay it's part of it you know I love also all of it and the observer mindset too it's it's all it's all amazing And and yoga is a huge embodiment practice too I know when I like roll out my mat and I just like put music on and I'm like I'm with me and me and everything that I'm feeling is just like there and it's moving to my body and I I love it. So thank you. I really enjoyed all of that. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to the way you just explained it because it's so so human, (laughs) like it's so human and that's all it is. So Mm -hmm. um, moving from there, like I know we kind of talked about it before, you're already answering all the questions that I asked, but it's okay because we're diving even deeper in like every question. So the next question is like, what are some embodiment practices? Like, like really, if someone is listening to this and they want to log off and like, just really kind of go inward and and be embodied in their, in their self. And what are some practices you would recommend? And I know it's individual, but Yeah, it is individual, but it's also the word body is an embodiment. And I actually have a ton of resources if you want to like link them, but meditations on my site, uh, sacred feminine embodiment practices, yoga practices, um, you know, dance, I think is an incredible embodiment practice. I think anything with intimacy and touch and sacred sexuality Mm -hmm. is also really powerful to tune into what is my sense of what feels good for me. and along with that, like same with surfing and same with boxing, yeah. like anything that allows you to to integrate and understand life through your body is going to support you. Now, I know some people maybe don't feel as inclined, like some some people out there are more um, they really need like a lot of mind activity. But the thing is, is in order to become really present, some part of that has to subside and we have to feel you know? And so anything that gets you to feel is going to, is going to be a great first step for you. Yeah. And sometimes the body knows more than the mind, like, cause the mind is always trying, you know, but the body just like is there and it's like asking you to listen and, and we're born into the most intelligent machines ever, ever. I know. Not the iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) And if you didn't know what it was, it's the body. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I I mean I didn't really start like I know growing up I was always really disconnected to my body like I 
just would put it through hell. Like I was doing all these sports. I was like going crazy, you know, like eating really bad, like drinking a lot and just like not really like, and and not noticing when my body was speaking to me, like instead just like kind of playing it off. But now like, I, I mean, as with practice, obviously, like after doing yoga for so many years and just kind of really connecting inward, I, I almost mo- like instantly know kind of what I'm feeling depending on what my body is feeling like (laughs) I also think that you just said something so important like there will be times in our lives where we just don't want to listen to our body like the body will send us messages either way and if you are attuned and if you are aware and if you feel you know intuitive then you'll hear that but there are also you just don't want to listen and you want to just do your thing otherwise for some other reason and that's okay also but if you are on a healing journey then of course listening and learning and extracting wisdom from your body is going to be a huge source of you know connection for you okay one final question um so to end this call is what like human advice would you give someone who is feeling ungrounded in their body mind and spirit emotions at this moment you know we just talked about everything like you can do but like just a simple advice human advice would you give someone to kind of take the next step If you are feeling it, just know that every other human on this planet has been there too. And just because I can show up here talking calmly about this topic doesn't mean that I don't experience those things, doesn't mean that Alina doesn't experience those things, doesn't mean that any person on the planet doesn't go through that. Maybe not that situation, but the density or the wholeness or the fullness of those emotions. And so just give yourself, just give yourself the space. It can feel so lonely Find yourself a safe space. Find yourself incredible friends who, you know, who you can share your truth with in a non-judgmental way. This has been huge for me. I need those people who I can be fully myself with in my life, the good, the bad, the ugly. Those Mm -hmm. are my people. And so like, you know, if, or, you know, when you work with coaches or therapists or you have mentors, like this is huge. You need a safe space to be able to process what you're going through and, I know it feels so desperately lonely in those places, but there is a lot of, there's just incredible gifts on the other side of it. You know, the death, life, rebirth cycle, Mm -hmm. it's very transformative. And when you're in the death part or you're in the pain part, yeah, it's really, really hard. But in those moments is where you get to show up for yourself. You get to discover the people who are there for you. You get to discover strength you didn't know was there. And so... If, I hope that if someone is going through that and they hear this, just knowing that, you know, we're also resources for that and that we're sending love and strength and that you're not alone in that. It's a very universal experience of suffering that we all have. Yeah. yeah. And just like you mentioned earlier, we're all experiencing the same thing in a different expression. And yeah. that's what brings us together. And that's what I think embodiment is all about is just like really embracing the human experience and for all that it is and and that's why I made this podcast thank you (laughs) that's a big inspiration to why I even created this podcast was just like to be vulnerable and share that like you know it's okay to like be human it's okay to make mistakes and all these things so thank you so much I'm really happy that we were able to have this call and 
yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put Emily's podcast and everything, the link in the show notes for this um, episode. And I really, really recommend you guys go and listen. She's amazing. If this topic interested you, go listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thanks so much, Alina. Thank, thank you. you. Okay, have a good one. Thanks for Sending listening, love. guys. So you guys, thanks so much for tuning in again for another week's episode. Um, as always, if you have anything that you want to connect about, my DMs are always open. You can message me on Instagram. Um, you can also contact me via my website. And as I mentioned earlier, if you guys really enjoyed the topic and the vibe of Emily, she also has her own podcast, In Body by M. She's amazing. The work she does is really amazing and really inspiring. And I really recommend you guys go listen. Also, her website and her instagram and podcast link will also be linked in the show notes of this episode so thank you guys so much and i hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are